yeah, I like looking at my charts now and I know exactly what I'm doing, where I need to be at. That's it. I don't need to, I, I do check it during the day, but not like before. You know, I do set alerts, but not like before, you know, just to keep, you know, my eye on the ball and still see what's going on. But thank you, man. I appreciate it a whole lot. This is the How to Trade Stocks Options podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Are you ready to finally learn how the market really works? Well, now's your chance. I have a free book for you over at secretinvestingbook.com. And this outlines 13 of the biggest secrets that Wall Street doesn't want you to know, like how to get a positively unfair advantage in the stock market. This is everything you're going to need all in one place. And the way to get this is by going to secretinvestingbook.com. Now, this book is free. It is free for you. I paid for the book. I just need you to help me out by covering the shipping from our office to your house. So go to Secret Investing Book right now. Get your free copy today, and I'll ship this out right away, and you can get the positively unfair advantage in the stock market by reading these 13 secrets that Wall Street does not want you to know. So get your free book over at secretinvestingbook.com today. The How to Trade Stock Options podcast is now exclusively on sharevision.com, the first dedicated streaming platform for the world of finance, and that's where you can find us every single week over at sharevision.com. Just head to sharevision.com to learn more and type in 10 minute stock trader in the search bar. Come like and subscribe. I can't wait to see you over there at sharevision.com, the first dedicated streaming platform for the world of finance. All right, cool. Well, Kavan, we are recording now. So go ahead, man. Tell, tell me about yourself. Tell me about your trading journey. I, I would love to hear about that and talk to you about um, you know what, What's changed since joining the trading room and, you know, your mindset, everything like that? Well, it's, um, making the leap this year to trade is more of a, for me personally right now, of a health reason. So my job is um, I'm an automotive technician at Mercedes-Benz. Oh, very cool. Yes. So, you know, I run a team over there um, of guys. Um, so for me, it's, it's mainly health reason to stay home. Um, with my son and for my health, I have a little bit of autoimmune sickness. And I think, you know, from the the, f the fumes from the shop and stuff like that is, is causing me, you know, a little irritation at times. So I want to get out of that business because of the direction the automobile business is moving all electric. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a matter of time before it shrinks down, shrinks down, they get rid of technicians, the older guys, stuff like that. So I, I have to pivot. You know, I don't want to be 55, 60, and I'm stuck in a place where you can't make no money because automotive business is not, you don't get paid hourly. You get paid, you know, the amount of cars you work on that week. That's how we get paid. So um, I came across this um, trading group, these set of guys um, called AMU Academy, Aristotle Investment. I don't know if you ever heard of them. And... Um, my sister-in-law bought me that trading course as a gift for my Christmas present. So did that. It's a 30-day live. You know, it's three guys, Aristotle, Unraveler, and Mike. Mm -hmm. And But they're day traders. They're like scalpers. 
So I'm like, I'm watching these guys online making a lot of money. And I'm like, wow, you know, let me try and see if I can learn this, you know, in my spare time. So I, I, I dedicated myself in, this is in August last year, dedicated myself. I did the 30 days. It's two hours every night, Monday through Thursday. And then Friday, you get a little bit of homework, do the tests online. You get us at the end of the course, they give you a certification. Oh, cool. You know, and uh, that laid the foundation for me of understanding. To be honest, when I was finished, I didn't know anything. At the 30 days, I'm like, <laughs> I was still at the same place. I was like, I looked at my mom, I'm like, I think we just waste $450 because I still don't know, you know, anything about trading. Yeah, fair enough. I know how to go on Robinhood and buy a stock or on yeah. Bebo and buy a stock, but that's the most, you know, and I had some cryptocurrency, you know, you know, it's the boom. So you buy a little bit of cryptocurrency here, you know, you FOMO, you're trying to catch, you know, a little spike to make a little bit of money. And I'm like, wow, didn't know anything. So I sat down, I went back to the course and I hear them talk about price action and moving averages. And there's a section in the course where he sat, he sat down and he showed you how to set up trading view. So I say, you know what, let me go on trading view, sat down, set up trading view. And um, I learned each individual moving average that week. What's the EMA? What's the SMA? How does it work? You know, MACD, RSI, slow sarcastic. So I add those on my chart and I started watching what price was doing. How was it moving? And then I started looking for breakouts. Started drawing trend lines, looking for breakouts. And that's when I created the, the Discord that I have that I, that I told you about. So I used that to archive everything I was doing. So when I find a stock that I think it was going to break out, I draw my lines, I leave it there, and I watch it for a day or two and see what it does. I don't know if it was beginner's luck, but some, most of the time, they were breaking out based off of the trading I got from those guys. But I, I know how to enter the stock, never know how to exit. Mm. So I remember one day I was up on Airbnb. This is in November now. I'm up on Airbnb. First, um, I jumped in. I bought one shares of AMD. I got stopped out because I set a stop loss right away. Me and my stop loss, <laughs> you know. And then um, the same in the same time, I bought two shares of Airbnb. Got stopped out of AMD. I was mad now. So I went in, bought two shares of Airbnb that day. And it went up for a little bit. Then it came back down. It went down a little bit more. And I'm holding. And I'm like, oh, crap. I only have this contract for a week. And I think it was a Wednesday. And I'm like, oh, no. So now I'm down $1,600 in one day. So I'm, in, I'm at work. I'm at shop. I'm sweating. Oh, Everybody's, yeah. I got all these guys coming to me. And I'm like, I don't even want to talk to them. Out there. Yeah. So it went down. It went from 202 to 180. I bought it again, one shares at 180. And I'm like, I'm got to make some of this money back. Right? It went down even more. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know what? I have 300 bucks left. How about I buy it for 30 days? Okay. So I bought one more contract for 30 days. Yeah. After two weeks, I'm back up 200%. So I'm breaking even right now. I'm breaking even and I'm, I'm there. It was a Friday now. I'm heading to Disney World and I'm like looking at my phone. I'm like, should I sell this? Should I not? Because I did not know, you know, how to take profit. I did not know to move a trailing stop and I'm still working on that. So that's one thing that I want to, that's, we want to talk about. Absolutely. 
And to be honest, I watched that stock turn into a loser again. Didn't exit the trade. Turn into a loser. I think I only made out of everything. I end up out of the 60. I think I end up with like 90. That's all I end up with. Right. And um, when I set up the Discord, I'll, there's Benzinga. I have a Benzinga YouTube stream in there. So whenever Benzinga have an alert, it will show in, the, in my Discord. So you went through this course. After you went through the course, you were uh, trying to trade on your own, but you felt like you hadn't learned anything. But then they gave you some other indications with um, moving averages, price action trading, things like that. And that sort of spoke to you in a different way. And then you got into trading, almost like revenge trading, right? Where it's like, I can't believe this is happening. I'm going to yep. make my money back no matter I'm gonna what. I'm going to make my money back no matter what. Yeah. You know, um, you know, <clears throat> that, that, as I said, that course laid a, a really solid foundation. It's just that their method of how they trade is not suitable for me. I have a nine to five. Yeah, I understand. They're, they're sitting at their computer. They look for bounces and stuff like that. Fair enough. If I was home, I could probably make money that way with their strategy. But I got a nine to five. So now I start looking for how to swing trade and, you know, what is a swing trade and, and stuff like that. So I started looking for setup instead of day trade setup. I started looking for swing trade setup. And then I remember, you know, back testing the crossover, the mm -hmm. eight and 21 back testing. So I'm back testing this and I'm, and I'm watching these stocks break out, but I wasn't buying anything. I was just testing and whatever. And then I was at work because when I'm at work, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, so I got my phone in my pocket, put my Bluetooth in. So I saw your face popped up and, um, you know, about back testing and stuff like that. So clicked on the video that day and I was blown away. Within that one video, I learned so much in that one video. I don't, I shared a video with my guy, with, with five of my guys in my awesome. group chat, yeah. right? That same video. So I could go back and find it, but not right now. Um, so I watched that video and I'm like, wow, um, I went back and I applied all the stuff you talked about in that video. And I started getting more stock, watching more stock breakout, watching more stock breakout. But I still that, did not know how to exit mm -hmm. the trade. Mm -hmm. And I think we had this conversation in the, in the group chat. I think I asked that question to you and you came back around on the day after you did a video and you actually answered the question. But the night before, I watched one of one of your videos, and you did answer the question in that video. So, with that, with the ten EMA, and I'm like, cool. Now I know how to exit a trade. So that's when I started paying more attention to you. Um, signed up, and um, got Trend Spider, start back testing, got it set up. But I was listening, but I wasn't really paying attention until um last week you did a um let me tell you you did it was earnings on a stock you had earnings on a stock and you did the you had the setup where you um you check to see you know you know expected move mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the expected move on the stock that's when i started paying attention to you a little bit more mm, okay because you exited, you exited that stock before earning based on the, the expected move, whether it was going to move up or down in either direction, and it broke through the trend lines. And you're like, you're back testing trend line. You're like, nah, I'm getting out of this. And you, you came back to that stock, and I'm like, 
I was there like, what? Did that just happen? So that weekend, I went and I watched like 30. I went back over all the videos through the week. Because awesome. I, as I said, when I'm at work, a lot of time I'll come in the group and I'll give you a pound. Yeah. And I put the phone right back in my pocket. Gotcha. So I'm listening. I'm not watching. Cool. I'll watch it when I get home. But when I get home, sometimes I'm tired. I'm barely watching. I'm not taking any notes. But after that, I started paying attention. I wasn't, to be honest with you, I wasn't putting on all the lines on my graph, the, the ATR and, and stuff like that. That weekend, I started. And once I started to watch everything that you guys are doing now, paying more attention and stuff like that, I'm getting it more and more and more. And I'm watching, I'm watching these, these stocks today and it's like I have Peloton and Fastly and I'm looking at them and they're following the back test as planned. And I'm like, I'm telling my friend Rob and I'm like, yo, I'm happy. And he's like, why? And I'm like, I finally found something, a setup that I can use. I can go in there. I can't, I don't need anybody. I can go in there and I can make the trade my own. I can mm -hmm. follow your steps A to Z. And I can plan my trade, as you said, 10 minutes a day, no hassle, no headaches, ain't got a stress. And he's like, for real? So no, I have him taking the previous course that I took because it laid a foundation for me. And I'm like, if you understand what these guys are teaching, then hop on over to Chris because these guys are going to lay a foundation with the little fundamentals, like, you know, like the basics. Mm -hmm. And then you, you, when you transition over to Chris, then you will start understanding a little bit more. So, you know, you put in the roof on now. They build the foundation. I did my little thing. You put in the roof. You know, I'm eventually going to learn how to put some furniture in the house. As you can see, it's empty. You know? <laughs> so, so, you know, that's the goal, man. And um, I'm, I'm loving every minute of it. And the way you teach, it's simplified. And um, I ain't got to sit there and draw no trend lines. I ain't got to look for um no breakout candlesticks then which candle is this at the end of the day is it a, a doji candle and i'm like i'll never learn to read candlesticks pattern like you probably know I, candlesticks better than i do at this point yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like i literally I'm don't like, know anything about like, them <laughs> I'm, I'm like looking i'm online on amazon looking for a good you know candlestick you know book to learn three candles i'm like i'm not learning none of this stuff i'm just gonna pay attention to what chris is doing I put the lines on there and dude, I take screenshots of them and I look at them every day because yesterday I was showing everybody. Like I call all the guys because I have all the guys that come in the group is guys from my work. Mm. You know, you got Josh, Daniel, um, Chris, and um, Rob. You know, they happen on the live when you have, I invite them over and they love it. You know, I cool. got everybody, you know, asking questions. Daniel is on there asking a lot of questions. He actually went and got trend spider. So slowly by slowly, you know, everybody's coming to the table and like, you know, want to learn because step-by-step step is no stress. So yeah. we just got to learn the little nuance, like eccentric values, um, the Delta, you know, that I did not know. Come on. What you are describing makes me so happy because that was my intention. Like I say every day in the trade room, like I'm going to be doing this anyway, and we're yeah. doing it together. You know, mm -hmm. it's so cool. And, and being able to follow it step-by-step, step, it helps me. Right. Cause I mean, I know what to do, but following it step-by-step step step keeps me on track track. Right. Yep. And so that is so awesome. So 
you know, some of the things that I, I took away was this is more of a lifestyle that you can actually live with. Right. Yes. And this, by the way, this is how like the big boys trade. They're not day trading. Right. They're not looking at five minute cup and handle charts. You know, no. they're not drawing. Uh, well, some of them draw trend lines, but those trend lines they draw are really close to what the moving averages are. And that that takes a lot of the guesswork away as well is being able to let the data tell you what's going on. Right. And it sounds like you're a lot like me. Right. It's not I want to guess. Right. I want to have confidence in the trades that I put on. I want to have the, the results tell me, hey, this is what I can expect. On occasion, it doesn't work out, but you keep your losses really small, right? You know, we talked about the, the Mario analogy, right? It's, you know, you lose on level one, you lose on level one, you lose on level one, but the next time you might get to level three, four, five, and even rescue the princess, you know, get a huge home run. That happens. Yep. So, but it, go ahead. Yeah. So, so I, I, I listen, sorry to cut you off. You're good, man. Um, I, I listened to your story in the beginning when you, you know, you took the 401k, all that stuff. Like I, I'm, I was thinking about doing the same thing, you know, because I also have a small, we, you know, we run me and my wife run a small e-commerce store hmm. on Amazon, you know, on eBay. Um, initially we had a, um, a used car business, but you know, that, that kind of went under, um, you know, because I, I, I always prioritize my job over everything because you know, that's my bread and butter. That will, that's what keeps, you know, a roof over my family head. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I'm in a position where I can make certain decisions on my own. You know, I don't have my bosses over me all the time, you know. So that's my comfort zone. So everything else around that started to collapse. And I'm like, I can't do this. You know, I can't do this nine to five no more. Honestly, you know, go leaving at seven, coming home at nine o'clock. Last night, I stayed at work late. Because I knew I wasn't going to work today because I want to get prepared for this, you know, take a little bit of notes, you know, you know, the anxiety. I'm like, well, I don't yeah. know if this is going to ask me today, you know, and um, just being home and be able to, to watch my son roam around. That's the lifestyle that I want. And I believe following your step by step method right now, I think I will be able to in the near future, you know, live that lifestyle that I want to live. You know, because why else we do this is to live right. the lifestyle that we want to live. And um, you and I, I listened to you, Mark Manvini, um, you had Ryan on. Yeah. And you guys talk about small losses, you know, small lot. It's okay to have small losses. And I was like, I, it's not okay for me to have small losses with my account. And um, that's one thing, you know, I wanted to discuss with you today. For sure. Is, um, you know, managing risks. Um, you mentioned in the chat the other day that you don't set stop loss. Well, in a way, I, I don't put it in the market, but I do put it on my charts. So I know like we do every day, mm-hmm. right? I know exactly where I'm going to get in and exactly where I'm going to get out. And that's kind of why, in fact, I'll tell you what, let's, um, let me pull up the charts here. I'm going to share my screen with you. Let me know. Um, Let me know. Can you see the screen? Yes, I got it. Cool. Yeah, this is the one you were talking about with the earnings, KHC, right? Yes, yes, we, yes, yes. We entered the trade on February 4th. Mm-hmm. It's doing its thing, mm-hmm. you know, making a little money here. Not really, not really like going to town, but it's doing yeah. what it's supposed to do, right? It's following its back test, doing its thing. Yeah. And the day before earnings, we went and we calculated the expected move. And I said, look, I'm following the five day trailing stop here which is the gray line Mm -hmm. and i can tell very clearly that the expected move 
will break this trend line. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, the best thing you can do is get out. I mean, the expected move was all the way up to 36.10 when uh, before earnings, it was 34.66, right? So yep. about $2 yep. and a dollar half to $2 there. And so it's like, you know what? I'm just going to take it off. I don't know what risk could be, right? Now, it could have gone the other way. It could have dropped $2 and, you know, then we would have lost out. But following the plan here kept us out of trouble, you know? Following the plan allowed us to take a little bit of uh, a small winner here and just move on without any stress. And you mentioned that earlier. It's the step-by-step -step no stress that really works for you. And I, I'm the same way, man. The last thing I want to do is sit and stare at a chart and stress about if it's working or not. Yeah, that's so, what I was doing at work. I was running around with my phone in my hand and I'm like, I can't do this. No, you know, absolutely I not. I remember the last time I day traded when I was like, this is not for me. I was sitting in this chair looking on this monitor right here and just like sweating, you know, watching it go. And at the end of the day, I'm like, I made eight bucks. Was that actually worth my time to make eight dollars for the whole day? No, I'm done with this. So, yeah, uh, you know, you talked about the the exit points, right? So. Let, let's have a discussion on that. I really feel that the term trailing stop or stop loss gets the wrong mental aspect of what we're actually trying to do, right? So let's see if we can find a different one. That's a little easier. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard you talking about the the flat exit point yesterday as well. So I am I am now from this point forward calling our trailing stop or our stop loss the planned exit point, meaning. It may have a great day. It may it may have dropped if we're short. It may have dropped twenty five dollars, but our planned exit point, the the point we're going to exit, is fixed. Mm -hmm. It's not that we have a profit target. It's that we're letting it go as far as it can until it has basically proven us, proven to us. Hey, I'm done. I'm going to go the other way now, and we can't we can't decide that ahead of time. Which is why. When someone says they have a profit target, I look at them like they have a three noses on their face, right? It's like, mm -hmm. I'm glad you have a target, but that doesn't mean it's actually going to happen. So for example, in Fastly, right? Yeah. This one's working great for us. It's profitable. It's past our second buy point. And mm -hmm. if by the end of the day, everything lines up, we'll go for a second one. Yep. But our initial trailing exit point uh, was somewhere up in the $19, $20 range. Mm -hmm. And every day we're moving it down and down and down. And right now, the planned exit point we had set up yesterday was at $17.84. But today it's going to be somewhere like $18.65. So you don't move, you don't move um, your stop a half ATR. Because that's what I was thinking, that you move that a half ATR or you move it down to where you the five EMA is right now. That's really so, good questions. So let me pull up our, our uh, <clears throat> trading rules here and we'll discuss each point because these are excellent questions. Come on. So the planned exit points, right? Before, before the trailing exit point crosses through our entry point. So at, the, at that point, we have profits basically locked in unless something crazy happens, right? Yeah. So for Fastly, we have profits locked in of at least uh, 50, 60 cents, maybe up to a dollar. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, like I said, anything can happen, as you know, we've seen. <laughs> but at the initial offset, 
we're doing a half ATR exit point from entry. Okay. The half ATR, and you can just, uh, it's on every chart you can find ATR, but I like mm -hmm. to use the relative strength scanner. Yeah. Because it just calculates it for you. Yeah. So the half ATR in Fastly would be 1666 from today. So if we were to put one on right now, our half ATR exit would be 1666. Yeah. And we only do that until our trailing exit point passes through there. Once okay. it's passed through there every day, we're moving it closer and closer and closer. Okay. Now, this is actually a really great example too, as far as planned exit point goes. Right now, it's over $2 away from our planned exit point we set yesterday. Yes. So when someone sees their open profits in their account, they're like, oh, I love my open profits. These are awesome. I wish I could take them off the table. But the thing is that with trend following, there will be times, and this is, this honestly is the hard, one of the hardest parts of trading is letting your open profits run as far as they can. And it's human psychology, right? It's like, if, uh, uh, if I see a dollar on the ground, is it worth my time to bend down and pick it up? What if I see a dime on the ground? Is it worth my time to bend down and pick it up? What if I see a hundred dollar bill? Is it worth my time to bend down and pick it up? Right. You've got to kind of balance that, but you can say, you know what, if I don't bend down and pick up the dime and I let it continue to work further down the road, I might be able to bend down and pick up a dollar. And if I let it work a little bit longer, I might be able to bend down and pick up a $50 bill, whatever the case is. And that's what these trailing exit points is. We don't know where it's going to stop. So as exciting as it is to see those open profits, it's also nerve wracking to see those open profits, right? Because you yes. were mentioning earlier, one of your, your, uh, your trades that you, you had earlier, right? It's like, you see the profits, you're excited about it and you don't want them to go away. No, you just no. want to see more. You don't more. want them to go away. You want to keep <clears throat> them. But come on, if you if you make fifty dollars today, but if you keep it on in two weeks, that might be two hundred and fifty dollars. I mean, I would rather keep it on and let it work. Um. Yeah, I I understand that concept. Yeah. I'm liking that. But for say, for instance, I have a small account, and the reason why I I um increased my position size yet is because. Uh, I don't want to have a large position size. I think I'm going to go in there and I'm going to make mistakes because I want to grow that too fast. Right. And I listen, as I said, I listen to you guys talk and yeah. most, of, most of you guys, uh, most of the investment champion and, and you included didn't really start seeing a significant profit until like five, seven years, you know, and I'm like, even though I'm learning from you now, I'm learning from your mistakes and stuff like that, which is really good because I think I'm, you, you know, you set me, you know, further down the road instead of five years, I probably, you know, got to study and work on this for another two years to really start being profitable. So I didn't increase my, my, my um, portfolio size. I have a thousand dollars right now. And one of the things is a lot of times I'll see these uh, stocks that we put on the trades we put on and they'll be 6% down. And by the end of the day, they're only 2% down. And I'm like, what if I start like locking in those profits, like moving my stop down, taking some profit and build my account? Um, because that's one thing I want to do, but I, I'm going off your rules and your plans and i'm like that's not in the rule that's not in the plan but i really want to build a small account what do you think about that 
Well, let me ask you this, right? If if it's down 6% earlier on in the day and closes down at 2%, right? There's no way for you to know that it wouldn't have closed down 15%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why for me personally, I, I, I had this realization talking to Steve Burns one day. He's like, look, just trade at the end of the day. That's when all the institutions are trading. That's the only data point that matters. And if you're doing back testing, it's only testing the end of day price anyway. So if you're trying to catch the low on each day, there's no way, there's no possible way you could catch the low. As great as it would be, I would love to do that, Kevon. If you can figure that out, let me know. Because <laughs> uh, the other day I was up on dish. I was up on dish like 86%. And I'm like, I'm going to take this profit. So I was talking to my guys at work and they're like, and I'm showing them, I'm like, look, based off of the strategy, I'm up 86%. So they're like, take it, take it, take it, take it, yeah. take it. And you're not selling it. And I'm like, that's not a part of the strategy, you know? And I ended up breaking even on dish. I didn't say anything to them because I know what they're going to do. Like, I told you to take the profit, you know? But, but uh, go ahead. But as you said, I don't know if that could turn into 200% return instead of this 86% return, but I would like to build a small account because that's one of the goals that I had is to grow, you know, maybe a $5,000 account at the end of the year, maybe $15,000, $20,000 if possible. I'm being realistic. I'm I'm not looking for, if I get $100,000, it's fine, but realistically, if I double that by the end of the year, I'm okay with that. You know, I didn't lose anything. Yeah, dude, the way because you're trading with us every day, you're mm-hmm. able to skip that learning curve, right? The yeah. learning curve that took me, you know, five to seven years to figure out everybody else because you're watching me actually execute the trades mm-hmm. in the way that I'm going to do. And I'm actually doing it like with actual money, right? It's yeah. not it's not theory. That's it's what I like. Course, you, that's know? what I like. It's transparent. So I yeah. love that. You know, I recommend Absolutely. this to anybody. I love the transparency. I love that you're you. I can text you on twitter or you text me back <laughs> you know dude i'm as i'm as open book as it comes man and i think that a lot of people really gravitate to that as well because like I'm, I'm not the guy who's flashing you know rolexes and i'm not the guy who's flashing uh you know lamborghinis or anything like that right i'm really more concerned about how can i help you it's not hey look at me i'm awesome because when i see people like that i'm like go F off. I don't care about you. Right. Yeah. I, I feel it's much more important to be relatable so we can have conversations like this. Right. So yeah. I can be here for you. So man, as much as I would love to say that we're going to pick the low every day, that also doesn't fit in our trading plan either. Right. Because yeah. if you're going to do that and you're, you're looking at your charts all day, it's like, well, do I take it off at 2 PM? Do I take it off at nine 30? You know, whatever the case is, um, you're never going to know. And that's why having that one data point and the one time to execute at the end of the day, that should resolve a lot of stress, you know, plus with uh, you mentioned growing a, a small account. And what I want you to think about right now is um, Mark Minervini, you know, the be- best trader in the world. His return last year was 334 percent. So mm-hmm. if we were to look at that in your account, that would basically take a thousand dollars, add 334 on top of that. So your total value would be forty three hundred. Mm-hmm. Right. That would be incredible. That's also the best trader in the world. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so that's another thing too. Like when people get into trading, they get, oh, I'm sorry. I, I really should stop sharing my screen. When people get into no, trading, it's fine. Um, they get a little disillusioned by how fast it can happen. Mm-hmm. Because like last year, my best year ever, first year we really implemented the, the strategy over a whole year, I returned 172%. And like, that's outstanding. 
like 172% would get you like, you know, trophies, you know, yeah. in, in like the normal world. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I just don't want you to think that this year you're going to take, you know, a thousand and make it 15,000. Right. You got to have, you got to have, even though 172%, I know realistically we could do, you got to somewhat be flexible with that outcome. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. You have to be for rigid sure. with your plan, but flexible with the outcome. Yes. On every sure. trade that's, and over the year. Yeah. Th that's what I'm learning right now. You know, that's 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 part of the, the psychology that I'm learning. You know, I, I honestly I was scared. The, the fear factor, you know, mm -hmm. I have the fear of losing my money. And um, what happened to me in November kind of you know gave me PTSD every time I put on a trade. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, you know. But watching watching you put on these trades over the last two weeks, you know, after I start really paying attention and putting everything on the chart, um, really kind of opened up my eyes a little bit more. And and then <clears throat> the fact that you explaining, you know, um, which I want you to dig deep into a little bit more is yes, the is as I said the the taking profit because I don't, maybe I'm not understanding what you're saying when you said because. Usually when I see traders move their trading stop, you know, it's set. They're taking profit. If the stock reverses, they locked in that, that mm -hmm. percentage, that the gain they just made. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking that's the same way you're doing it. But apparently that's not what you're doing. Well, we are, but we're doing it at the end of the day. At the end of the day. Okay. Right. So, okay. Okay. Got it now. Got it now. I'll yeah, got it absolutely. Now. Yeah, yeah. Like for, now. we can go back to Fastly here, right? So yeah. every day we're moving our our trailing exit point, right? If our exit point was 2027, that's what it's going to be. Yeah. We're moving it down the next day to 1922. Yes. We're moving it mm -hmm. down the next day, moving it down the next day. Okay. The cool. point, yeah, it, it's the it's the trailing exit point. Because I got that, it now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, got, it now. got it now. Got it. Hang on. Let me let it. me draw on this chart real quick. Because it could go, you know, something like this. Mm -hmm. That is really ugly. <laughs> but at some point, it, it there is a point where it's going to go up, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where we say, okay, that's our trailing exit point. Point. And it's not that we're losing what's from here to here because we've never had any intention really of trying to find that bottom. There's no way yes. to know. Yes. No and way that, to know. I gotta know. There's no way to know that there's going to be this much room between the actual bottom and where you get out. Got but it. Having that plan every day, walking it down, you know, since we're going short, walking it down every day, giving it room to breathe, right? Because we're not going to cut it off, right? We're yes. not going to say the first day, the first green candle, we got to cut it off. No, we're going to let it work. And then at, at a point, it will show, it, the data will show us that, hey, yeah. it's no longer going down at the speed we need to see. It's going the other way. Yeah. So, yeah. and, you know, it's awesome when you can just look at a chart like this one, right? <clears throat> and you can see like the, the five days, what we're following here. Yeah. There was a point where it never, never even, never even looked at the five day between $33 as it goes all the way down, all the way down. And then only here at $28. Right. So there's yes. a $5 gain right there. Mm -hmm. You didn't have to do anything. You just let it work. Yes. A little work. Just let it work. I, I like that. I like yeah. that. That, that gives me a little bit more confidence. That's the little part that I was hang up on right there. I know that you explained that, cleared that up. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely good to go. Cool. You know, and I'm, I'm, as I said, I'm learning. You know, to, to take the, the small losses like dish, and stuff like that. And that's the reason why this week I haven't put any trade on because I said, you know what, 
one was, you know, kind of the I've kind of missed the mark because sometime at the end of the day, when I'm listening to you, I I can't really go on my computer and go put a trade on. I put it on, I come home, I plan it just like I watch your video back over, I plan it, take my notes. And then in the morning, I know exactly which strike point, strike price I want to buy at and stuff like that. So I, as soon as the market open, I execute my trade. I get awesome. in, you know, but this week I haven't. I said, you know, I'm, I'm going to have him explain this part to me before I put the trade on. Let me clear this up first. Yeah. You know, and, and I understand where you're coming from, too, because the market has been uh, let's let's pull up spy. The market's been really choppy. Right. This is not a beautiful trend. No. Not at all. And when you have the stocks that, you know, they're getting chopped inside of that trend, it can be frustrating. You know, there there's times like this where it's a beautiful trend and you don't do anything for a yeah. month, two months, literally mm -hmm. nothing. You're adding to your position, position. every time you get a chance to. Mm -hmm. But then when it gets choppy, you know, it's like you got to take your small win, small yes. loss, take it, take what you can get while you can. Yeah. And like I say, keep those losses small. And that's why we start with the half ATR. That's yeah, why you can still win. You can still win big with small losses. You know, I'm going to get a shirt saying that, you know, dude, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Larry Height, like in the webinar I just did last week, he's like uh, one of his quotes, he said was um, it's amazing how rich you can get by being imperfect. <laughs> no, yeah, for real. absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, you know. um, all right, man, you said that you had lots of questions and stuff. So I'm here. I'm ready. <laughs> I got, I have my, my clipboard okay. here. I'm so, writing them down. So, okay. Um, I have, let me go look on my, I have, um, Peton on right now, Peloton, yes. right. And there's one thing that I started to do. Um, I started to have had a little bit of, I had a trick for my personal um, purpose. I had a trend line, uh, support. Sure. On, on okay. Peloton. Cause if you look on Peloton, it gets to around, I think it's 2316 and it bounces all the time. And I'm like, you know what, what if I put a, um, a support line, I just draw a support line right there and see what it does when it gets there. You know, it does that give me an idea. Cause as I said, I was trying, I'm, I'm I, I do a lot of different stuff in TrendSpider. I backtest the crossover. I backtest the RSI crossover. I do a lot of stuff just to try and find my edge. Yeah. I, you know, at the end of the day, I, I know your method is working perfectly. But I, if I can find a little something to tweak it on my own or find my, I'm trying to make the trade my own at the end of the day, you know? Yes. That's how I'm going to build my confidence in, in what I'm doing. So I added that support line right there. And I'm watching it today because I'm home. And I see that it got there and it did exactly what it did mm -hmm. each time it got there before. Um, you think it's necessary to add a support or a resistant line? So what we are looking at right here, I mean, it totally could happen. But as we know, we can't tell the market what it's going to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. There's clearly buyers that like that level and it stops the selling. But for me, I'm looking at it like, this is looking good. As long as it's set up, I have no yeah. reason to, to even look to at do it. otherwise. Because imagine, imagine you drew a support line. Not that I'm saying that you did, but imagine you drew a support line here at 41, right? And then it kind of bounced and bounced and bounced and then goodbye. That's the way that, um, do I have it with me? No. The, uh, the book, um, How I Made $2 Million in the Stock Market. Uh, have you read that one yet? 
No, I just started this one. I just started. Oh, one. you're gonna love yeah. that one. See, I already love this one already, and I yeah. have yours. I have yours right here as well. I was reading about the one of the questions I had about the delta, mm -hmm. but you actually answered it in here okay. as well. Um, so a lot of the questions, as I said, I watched. I sat Sunday in the last two over the last two weeks. I watched like thirty or more of your videos, and I just went in took notes. Uh, because I was hung up on that one spot right there. I was trying to find the answer. Maybe you you answered it already. And um, yeah. <clears throat> so with with what you're describing here, Minervini really likes patterns like this, where he yeah. sees it knocking on yeah. a support or a, a resistance, resistance. right? Mm -hmm. And when it breaks through, that's when he buys which would be the opposite of what you're just talking about here, right? Where it's like, well, if it's not going to break through, then I'm not interested. You know what I mean? This All right, just all right, let's take profit. Now, being as we entered at 2751, I'm like, sure. I'm out. You know, you, it got to where I think it's going to bounce. Um, I'm out. So that's, that. my, that's my mentality, you know? Right. But imagine like maybe that's the point where it breaks. It breaks hard. Harder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that that's why as people can draw support and resistance but really all that matters is what is the price actually doing and at yeah. the moment like we could look at right here like i was saying uh was it like 41 i think yeah we could look at 41 and some people would look at this right and they see the bouncing and they're like okay cool i'm not interested but other people like us we see the trend line and the trend line clearly points in one direction and when it passes through right? When it actually yeah. moves through that direction, there's no telling where it's going to stop. You know what I mean? So we just let it roll as far as it can. That, that, that's hard. That's hard to just trust. Hey, you know what? I got to let it run. And it could be two months before I touch this trade. And in those two months, I mean, the only way it stays on is if it's working, right? Because for example, let's say we put on a trade here, $46, the only way it comes off is when it stops working, right? Yes. If, it, if it's going sideways or if it's going back up, the only way is if it stops working and, and uh, hits one of our exit criteria here, you know? Okay, so what else you got? Mm -hmm. you, you, yeah. For, uh, well, let me go back. To, let, me, let me circle back to support just for a second here. Mm -hmm. There are absolutely buyers at every level, just like there's sellers at every level. Yeah. And um, as far as support goes, I... I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm saying when the trend is moving in one direction, you got to follow that trend for as long as it goes. And if it does encounter some uh, some bouncing at a certain point, that can definitely happen. And then the trend can definitely reverse. But then at some point, it could continue on for who knows how long. So yeah, well... It's not the way I trade, but I'm not saying that it's wrong if it works for you. Because that, at the end of the day, is really what matters. Like you're saying here, right? Set your own trading plan using yeah. some rules to build your confidence. For sure, yes, man. For sure. And then um, <clears throat> the relative strength. For a while, I was hung up on that. And um, I think I found a video where you kind of you know, broke it down. Um, So, you know, every day when we get through the trading room, we talk about, um, you know, let, let's say it's, it's an offensive day. We've run our charts. 
and we've got like 60 of them that pull through, right? Yeah. I don't have time to be trading 60 things. And, 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 you know, obviously you've got other things you want to be doing too, right? Mm-hmm. How do we find the best stock to trade for that market? So this is a concept. Um, actually, if you uh, go back to the uh, how to make two or how I made two million dollars in the stock market book, he he talks about the relative strength in there too, because every stock can be compared to each other, and TrendSpider does have a really cool feature where you can do that. Um, but what I like to do is I like to compare it to the market, right? So if we look at this particular angle, can you see that? Yep. So down here is uh, a little feature in, in TrendSpider called the price compare tool. Okay, I never tried that before. Yeah, I like it. It, it, it visually shows what the um, relative strength scanner does for us with numbers. Okay, so showing you, is that, so that's on the bottom, is that, okay, yeah. that's pi. You'll just add it here. So you'll go up to indicators. Yes. And then just type in um, relative price. Okay. Is it relative price, or it's price compare, sorry, price compare. And then and even actually I can add another one here and I can change it to be, instead of spy, we could do something like Amazon. I don't know why anybody would want to compare their stock to Amazon, Amazon. but whatever yeah. you could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So here looking at this, you can see that based on these three charts, Amazon is probably the one that has the highest relative strength and Peloton has the one with the lowest relative strength. And I'm just drawing just really crude trend lines so yeah. you can see the direction of that line, right? So yeah. this has the steepest slope. Yeah. This is in the middle and this is the shallowest slope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're trying to establish here with the relative strength is I want to make sure that when I get into a stock, it's not just set up with the chart. I want to make sure that it's like, if we're going short, I want to make sure it's the shittiest chart out there. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I want to make sure that if this stock is going down, it's the one that's going down the most. The right? hard, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, so there's, there's relative strength, which is like, if the spy is traveling at a hundred, how fast is, um, our stock traveling? Right. So for example, fastly is traveling at 42. So it's really getting hammered, right? If, yeah. if the market's moving at a hundred, it's moving yes. at 42, 42, but not only that, but it's going down even faster, right? It's, it's traveling at 42 and going down even more because mm-hmm. it's relative strength Delta, the rate of change of the relative strength. Is, okay, so that's one. That's what that one is for. The rate of change in yes. the delta. Okay, you have it right here. The relative strength delta over. You said you have it over ten percent. Yes, I like to see it greater than ten percent. I like to I see it greater than ten percent because that, I don't when when slide. I was trading it and I found that you know on occasion, what well, I should say greater than ten percent going up, less than negative ten percent going down. Yes. Yeah. What I have found is that the relative strength matters compared to the spy, but relative strength to itself also matters. And that's kind of what we're measuring here. For example, when I figured this out, I was trading oil and oil had like a 250 relative strength at that time. And it was, it was a monster. Um, in fact, we can look at oil right now, considering oil so strong, that would give us some interesting results. Yeah. Lower case. It came up still. Okay. It'll still work. I thought it didn't work. Oh my gosh, look at this. So the relative strength of oil is 747%. So it's out amazingly stronger than the spy mm-hmm. and getting stronger. Mm-hmm. 
where I figured this out was oil was trading at like a 200%, 250%, something like that. And I was putting these trades on and then it was, it was like, I was buying the top. It was like, oh, these are going, but they're not going anymore. Right. Kind of like you were talking about with Peloton. If we're finding a bottom, that actually would relate a lot to what we're just talking about here. Give me a second here. Remove this free annotation. Okay. So let's say that this is a bottom. Every time I would sell short, it would be like, oh, that's it. It's not going further. Right. Or in oil, every time I buy it, it was like I was buying the top and it was going down. But that was because the relative strength delta, the relative strength rate of change actually was negative. So while it was 250 on its own, it was like if the spy's traveling 100 miles an hour, it's traveling at 250, but it just slammed on the brakes. So spy's catching up, no. it's slowing down. No. And that's why we got to include the relative strength, basically comparing it to itself. Relative strength on its own compares to the spy. Relative strength delta compares to itself. Self. Is this still getting stronger? You know? Does cool, that make cool, sense? Cool. Yeah. Okay, most cool. def. Yeah. So these are the little stuff that I, I um, and by the way, I don't have that slide. The slide you just pulled up. I don't have that one. Oh, you know, <clears> I, <throat> I mentioned this yesterday. I, I'm going to make uh, a new slide deck here because everything I've written on this is uh, to be bullish. And of course, as bullish. we've seen. Yeah. The, it's very, truthfully. It's fine. I, yeah. When I wrote this, I never expected we'd be going into a bear market like right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, know. so yeah, I, I'm basically going to duplicate it, switch all the words backwards, right? Yeah. And then uh, I'm going to put a red border around the bearish and then a green border around the bullish. And then um, then I'll share it with everybody. So I'm going to yeah. get that done over the next week. Because the so. one I have, I downloaded from one of the Friday mm -hmm. um, webinar. Yeah. And I just cut out what I wanted from it. I just cut sure. out the slides from it. And, that, and that's, um, yeah, but yeah, I understand that way better now. Okay. Hey, how are you um, liking those Friday webinars? Do you feel they're useful? The Friday, oh, yes. Um, okay. I, I, I definitely always go back. That's, that's where, as I said, I had some questions, but I have all my questions here. This is my notebook. And this is from me just watching the videos from the last two weeks answering all the questions that i had written down for you oh, so you awesome. know how to calculate an atr i already you know did that why 80 delta stuff like that you know um the defensive day stuff like that you know you know managing risk and stuff like that and uh, we went over managing risk which is one of the big ones for me personally now that i understand that no i'm feel more comfortable taking these trades because i know exactly what to do i probably don't have to watch your videos um at the end of the, when i get home i can just go on know the tickers that you 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 talked about put them in a relative scanner go in put it on my chart and i know exactly what to do right now awesome you know? and you that know, is that is that is that that makes me happy you know so that's why i yeah. you know at, at the end of the year as i said it, to my wife is as long as i don't lose anything i am fine and my goal is to even if I lose a little bit, I'm learning, I'm learning, I'm learning, I'm practicing, staying consistent because this is not something I want to just do now and then stop a month or two from now. You know, I'm buying books. Yes. This is my lifestyle now. Yes. You know, this is my lifestyle now. I just, um, if, if I could share my other screen, I just showed you, um, you know, how to make money in the stock market. I bought the Kindle version because I'm like, you know what? 
everybody's talking about this book. I saw you popped it out. Everybody, Mark Manvini. Is it uh, this one here? Yes. Everybody's yeah. t- every, everybody that I, um, I watched a podcast with this other um, guy is Oliver Kell. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was, uh, and, I, I know Oliver. I don't, I don't know him personally, but I know of him. Yeah. So, and then, yeah, he said he, bas- he, got his, he basically got his strategy from that book. And I'm yeah. like, why I'm not reading this book? So I, you know, as soon as I finish this, I'm going to order that one from Prime. But I got to finish trading the zone first because I don't want to keep buying books and I don't finish reading them. Yeah. You know, that's a problem for me. I'm not going to lie. I'll read five chapters and I park it. No, it's good. Uh, you know, <laughs> we talked about before how uh, my goals every year or last year was to read 110 or 100 books. I wrote I read 110 this year. Uh, I want to do it again because I, I had the best year of my life last year, like uh, financially um, spiritually, um, uh, with my family and everything else. And so it's like, this needs to be part of my life. So I'm at 20, yep. actually 24 books. I haven't written one down for this year already. Um, three yep. fiction, 21 nonfiction, but I don't do it all at once. Right. I don't just sit here all day and read. I mean, that'd be great, but I got other things to do too. Right. Just no, like you I, do. I kind of formulate a little strategy now, um, you know, started this week. I'll read, I try to do a chap, at least a chapter a night. Mm-hmm. If I do a chapter a night, I can read one book a month. Pretty yeah, much. I like that. You know, let me ask you a I, question. Are you a morning person or a night person? I'm a night person, man. I'm not a morning person at all. Yeah, I'm a morning I, person. I, I yeah. struggle in, I struggle in the morning and I'll be up till 2 a.m. in the morning and then I got to go to work at seven. And I oh struggle. yeah. And it's the same thing on the weekends. You know, and my, and unfortunately, my son is the same way. He's not a morning guy at all. He, <laughs> well, he's one a of late the, night guy. One of the reasons I ask is because for me, like I start my day with reading, right? Mm-hmm. I will sit down. I have, you know, 45 minutes before I got to get the kids up for school where nobody's up in the house except for me. I got, in fact, I have it right here. I have this little, um, it's a, it's a book light, but rather than oh, clipping on the yeah, book, yeah, it yeah. goes around my neck. Yeah. And we so, use those at work. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'll, uh, you know, I'll sit in the dark, read my book. Cause ain't nobody bothering me, you know, yes. I'll make all my notes, get everything like that. So yeah, yeah. having, having that time that it's Kavan's time, right. Yep. It's not, I'm going to spend it with my wife or girlfriend or texting or on Twitter or anything like that, or with my son, it's, it's, this is Kavan's time. No, this is my lifestyle now, man. Yeah. I've made, I've been making big changes. I used to be a heavy binge watcher. I watch every movie on Netflix. Oh yeah. Right. And I'm like, I'm stop giving these people my time. All these people I'm watching are rich already. You know, they, they got the millions, they got investment, they got retirement. And I'm here. And, and one of the things that scares me the most is that I'm out, as I said, I'm at work and I'm watching these guys and they're getting older. And I mean, maybe two out of the 20 or three out of the 20 guys can probably go retire and be okay after retirement. The rest of us are like, we don't have no retirement. Yeah, we have a 401k, but that you can't retire in that. Yeah. There's no way you I can retire in that. That probably lasts me six months. What, you know? what you described right there, right? As far as like the uh the the binge watching the Netflix, I think that's a real problem with just people in general, right? Because I, I talk to my family, right? And you know, they ask how things are going. I'm telling them, and they're like, Oh, hey, have you watched this entire series on Netflix yet? Have you watched this other entire series on Netflix? And I'm like, No, I don't watch TV. If I watch TV, come on. It's like SpongeBob or, um, you know, like kid yep. movies because I'm spending time with my kids. Yep. I don't watch anything for pleasure. 
Like if no. I do, it might be South Park because I think South Park's kind of hilarious and it's like 22 <laughs> minutes. I can give 22 minutes. He can give 22 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I can do that. But nah, yeah, I'm reading right. now, man. I'm, I'm reading so now. proud of you for that. that that's so smart. Now. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm slowly but surely, hopefully over time, I get to your curriculum that you have and I can, um, you know, go through that and um, build a base. I, I'm glad that you put that in the, in the, in the 10 minute oh, um, training room as well. Yeah. Um, because I'm like, okay, I got a structure I can follow, you know, but I, I tell you, man, I'm really excited. Um, I'm glad I came across your video. I just clicked on it. I just saw it the day in Benzinga and I wanted something to listen to. And I clicked on it and that I'm going to find a video. I'm going to text you that video on Twitter. Yeah, please. And that one video changed everything for me. It changed a whole lot for me. And the, the mere fact that anybody can do this, um, you know, 10 minutes a day and follow this strategy and change your lifestyle. It's awesome. It's really is awesome. man. That. You know, Come on, I'm writing this down because this is this is good stuff. I'm gonna put this on the website. Anybody can do this. Ten minutes a day strategy is a lifestyle. Yeah, and um, as I said, I went back, I watched your video, and I have a note. I have my notes right here, and you pretty much your previous videos that I watch. You know, as I said, what is a delta, eccentric value, how to calculate the ATR, you know, stuff like that. Um, those are stuff that over the last two weeks that I've learn by watching your video mm -hmm. i didn't even google anything to be honest with you i watched your video i wrote them down in my little notepad and then i just transferred them to my tape a picture of them transferred them to my computer mm -hmm. you know because i was caught up for the longest time like why 80 delta you know and then i understand why 80 delta you know um because i was just honestly i was just buying before you i was just buying i wasn't even looking at open interest to be honest with you oh yeah that's important no yeah I was never even looking at open interest. No, I got, you know, the guys at work, the first thing they come and they say like, look, look at this open interest. What do you think about this? You know, it has a lot of open interest. And then I'll go through and I explain to them, you know, what is the eccentric value, how to calculate it. And they're like, man, we got to do so much calculation. I'm like, yeah, if you come, if you come over and subscribe to Chris and have it for you. you <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I'll send them videos. I like, I'll find the videos and I'll send them videos of you. If you look in our chat room, it's full of your videos right now. Oh, that's you so know? sick, dude. Awesome. Yeah, because I, I mean, I blocked out all the Twitter nods. Like, I blocked out all the Twitter nods because those trades aren't my trades. Right. And by the time those trades hit your screen, they're either going the wrong direction already. Yeah. You know, so, and there's no plan. There's no planning. I think it's just guess. They get up and they guess. And I'm like, and now you have me going on there back. I, I, whenever I go in there, I just go in there to look at what they're talking about and I go back test it. And I'm like, I'll never buy this. I'm not yes. Buying this. I'm not buying this. Yes. This doesn't even make sense. And I, I'm like, I can't believe I used to have this mindset. And it's, it's just crazy how I, I think I signed up with you in November, December. Well, we started November 11th. So it was yeah, either it, November or December. Yeah, yeah, it was in November. And, and I'm like, I, if you look at my post on Twitter, they just went down and down until they completely stopped because I'm just don't want to be in there no more because it's so much noise. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I like about, you know, your, your platform is there's no noise. I mean, it's, it's good and it's bad that you don't have a chat room when you look at it sometimes, because I think the chat room, a lot of times create a lot of 
noise mm-hmm. when everybody's you know looking this looking this looking this and people get distracted by what other people is doing again the fomo if someone sees someone over here making money by doing one thing then they might lead away from what you're trying to teach to go to that whatever that person is talking about because they see that that person's having success mm-hmm. you know especially if you go along and maybe you have a week where you have five losers that week mm-hmm. and you're like oh this strategy is not working and then this person is like posted picture of their gains and their gains and people are like let me go check out what Kevon is doing over here because Chris ain't rocking right now, you know? So it's good and it's bad because a lot of time I want to share like my chart or something and I don't have anywhere to put it. And I'm like, but it doesn't bother me no more. Trust me. I'm happy that I'm learning this. So that's, that's great. Not, that's a minor problem. That's not, okay. a, that's, not a, that's not a major problem. But maybe this might be my last question. Sure. Um, hey, by the way. Uh, I, I saw this on Twitter and I, I retweeted it. And um, so this is from Michael Covell's trend following books, which is where uh, like all my mentors were sending me, go read this book. Yes. Um, it's th- that trading's a waiting game, as you've seen. Yes, you sit, it is. You wait and you make a lot of money all at once. The <laughs> profits come in bunches and hang on, let me, let me pull up. Um, let me go to the trading room real quick. I'll, I'll, I'll show you what I mean. Hang on. This is worth our time. Hang on. No, it's fine. Take your time, Chris. I got time. I took the day off. Just oh, good. so I can have this conversation. This is awesome, Kavad. This is what I wanted. This is just exactly. This makes me so happy. Oh, in fact, I, w- I wrote this down a couple minutes ago. What you were describing was this was the reason I started the podcast. I started the trading room. I started doing this and putting myself out there was the wealth ripple effects. And I say that, and I'm getting goosebumps right now because it's yeah. totally working. No, it's because working. You just taught these guys at Mercedes Benz something that they would never have come across otherwise. Nope. The wealth ripple effects are real, dude. And you're part yes. of that. Yep. Oh you man, know. that that right there gives me so much pleasure. Yeah. Okay, hang on. Mm-hmm. So going back to what that quote was, right? You make all your money in bunches. And then you spend the rest of the time just trying not to lose, right? Trying yeah. to spend. Uh, the trick is when you're going sideways, not to lose too much in between. That was me last year. That was Minervini. That was everybody. Everybody yes. hit their home runs in the first quarter. And then they just spent the rest of the year like tiptoeing, right? That's what these yep. little things are, right? A little, oh, nope, not working. A little bit, a little yep. bit, a little bit not working. Okay. And just staying flat, right? And then you get to keep those gains, you know? So, dude, yeah. Exactly. It, it, it's all about taking taking what you can. The profits will come and they will come in big bunches where you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like I, I remember I remember when this all clicked together and I started making money. I, I could not believe how fast I was making money, but it was in a very short amount of time. Yes. And then that's where people get really lost, right? They make a lot of money. And this happens to a lot of people, right? They make their huge uh, uh, first few trades and they're like, ah, oh, this is amazing. But then they end up blowing it over the next six, eight months or so. Even, even uh, uh, what's his name? Brian Pierpont. He talked about that. Yes. He got, he got some major winners right off the bat. He did really good. And then he gave them all back. Yes. They <laughs> yeah. love, they, the guys, they love that podcast, man. We, we probably watched that podcast like three times already. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Because it, it, what he's describing is what we were going through last year, you know, you know, one guy, he was trading, he, he was making, but he was like going off news. He was buying the news. Every news will come out and he's on Twitter and, and stuff like that. But 
the first quarter of the year, he was making a lot of money. And we all saw it and we're like, wow. You know, yeah, and we started yeah. to, to follow the same, the, the, the same trend. And then I'm like, I can't do this. This is, there's no structure in there for me. I like structure. I like mm. a plan. I like a rule that I can follow. Then you'll know if it's working or not. Then you can tweak it, make it better. And, and, that's, and that's what I like. Um, I was um, reading something earlier today. And it, it says, um, do you think that this market right now? is favored more to day traders than swing traders. Mm, I think I saw that same thing too. I think it was Steve Burns who said this is a day traders market than a, a swing traders or inv long-term investors market. Long-term investors market. Yes and no. I mean, what what we're experiencing, you this is why you got to give trades room to breathe, right? Because yes. it's it's going one direction. We can see that as clear as day, right? And you can take advantage of that but you got to give it room to breathe because there's days where it's going to breathe real hard in both directions. And that's why having a, uh, like a, a back-tested trend line, right? A back-tested exit point where you're giving it the space to move, right? Mm -hmm. Even though on the five day we're, we're following it real close because of risk, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, something like Peloton, it's on the 10 day right now. We might change it up to the five day later, but we're giving it room to just work, right? And you could do yeah. this with the 50 day, right? The 50 mm -hmm. days, the red line. And if you're following the 50 day, right, you would have got in at 96 or something like that when it broke below yes. and then not touch it again. And now it's at 23, right? Mm -hmm. You can do that. The only issue with going further, bigger moving averages, longer term moving averages is that you're taking additional risk that you can really cut down dramatically, like from here to here. You know, that's, that's $21. You know, if, if it goes the other way, you got to give up $21 of Dollars. profits mm -hmm. before you're able to get out. So, yep. Mm -hmm. but, but a lot of the, yeah. old, a lot of the older guys that I've been seeing now, because now that I'm reading more, I'm seeing these names and I'm Googling them, looking them up. <clears throat> these guys normally trade off the weekly time frame. Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, and you're going to find a lot of that in, in this too, yes, right? Yeah. Yes. They were trading off the weekly time frame, and I'm like, so that gave me an idea. I'm like, in my spare time, I'm gonna, you know, do my own strategy, set up my own backtesting strategy for a weekly time frame, yeah, and see, you know, maybe I can buy, find something that's set up really good, and buy a leap option, you know, that's probably I can afford, you know, for a leap. And I'm like, okay, that's one thing to think about that I can play around with, you know, because you never know, man. I like. Dude, my job is fixing cars. So yeah. when one thing don't work, if the manual don't work, you got to go improvise. You got to yeah. go find, you know, right. and then you develop your own. And then when, the, when another car comes in with the same problem, you're like, okay, I saw that on the last one. This is the problem. You know, and that's how our mind works. You know, I'm, I'm a problem solver. My day job is solving problems. So, you know, maybe that's why, you know, I kind of understand this a little bit faster than some guys or, or, or some because the way my mind think is to always solve a problem. And when I saw that they did that on a weekly time frame, I'm like, I'm going to take some of what Chris is teaching me. I'm going to see if I can build my own backtest strategy in TrendSpider and test the weekly chart. Maybe I can find something I can buy in a leap that's cheap too. So that's one thing I'm looking into, but I got to finish reading my book first. No, it's good. It's good. <laughs> Think of it this way, right? If, if you're going to a weekly chart, you're basically just zooming out on a daily chart Yeah. and you could do the exact same thing, but with longer 
uh, moving averages. So if you do, if you do like a, a 10 period weekly average, that's essentially exactly the same data as a 50 day moving average, right? 10 weeks, 50 days, yes. exactly the same data. Yeah. So when you do that, just keep in mind, right? Your time frame is longer. So you can't, you can't let any sort of shorter time frame uh, volatility sway you. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You, I mean, if you're going to commit to running the 50 day moving average, that's where you got to commit, you know, because you can't just bounce in and out and be like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to run it this week, but not next week. No, I'm going to take everything off. Right. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I, I would, I would do it. And I would just put, I have a, a, a watch list that I create. Like yeah. right now I have a watch list that I, that I created off Finviz and I back test is those, um, those stocks were, I would like, you know what, let me see if I would have bought calls on these where, where you know, which direction will go. And I, and I still, you know, practice how to do my breakouts and draw my trend lines. And I have just a watch list for those. I don't buy any of them. I just watch to see, I just use them as mental notes. Okay. What is, what they're doing right here. Mm-hmm. And um, you use the Kentner channel. Yeah. Right. I do. I, and, and I ahead. never use, I don't even know how to use that. I use okay. RSI and uh, slow stochastics. And um, I wanted, I, I, I kind of know the difference in between because I watched a few videos of it. But I mean, I feel because I use TradingView still, even mm-hmm. though I use TrendSpider backtesting, all my graphing and my drawing, I do it on TradingView. I feel yeah. a little more comfortable there. Sure. Uh, you know, well, and, I was uh, just going to say with with uh, Keltner channels, I didn't even want to believe in them. I didn't like when. Uh, so Greg Gossett, he, he's been a podcast guest of mine. He learned from Steve Burns as well and also from Dr. Alexander Elder. And he uh, put together a course and asked me to take it and give my feedback. So I took it. And in there, he talked about Keltner channels establishing like an overbought, oversold type level. And I was like, nah, he's not anything. That, that doesn't make sense to me. But then, you know, when I was putting on trades and, you know, somewhat like that relative strength scanner, uh, when I was putting on trades and it felt like I was buying the top and then I added in you know, let's say if it's the second Keltner channel and if I did not take the trade over the second Keltner channel, mm-hmm. it would have been hella more profitable. Right. And so I was like, wow, maybe there is something to this. So I, I mean, like that's part of our back test is, yep. you know, does this fall into the Keltner channel or not? And it really, it, it's very similar to a Bollinger band. If somebody wants to, to look at that, but yeah, I saw that. Yeah. It, it, it made sense to me once I realized we use ATR for our position sizing. We use ATR for our uh, initial uh, half, uh, our, our initial trailing stop. I don't want to say trailing stop. I, I want to say exit point, our initial exit po- planned exit, exit point. point. Exit point. Yeah, have- we use ATR for all of these other parts. The turtles used ATR and the turtle trading, which is how I got started into this. And I'm like, why wouldn't I consider a certain ATR showing me if something is over? overbought or is oversold and just waiting for it to come back a little bit before putting on the trade. And so once I did that, I was like, wow, that, that was a really simple ad. And it gave me confidence, you know, cause confidence is really everything when you yes. put on trades, it gave me confidence to say, you know what? It's not overbought. It's not oversold. It's still doing its thing. And I'm, I'm going along with it, you know? Yeah. But man, I, I, I appreciate you, you know, having this conversation I appreciate everything that you taught me so far because I've gotten hella confident, you know, right now, know that I understand how you, you know, you manage risk a little bit better. So that I'm definitely going to start implementing next week, you know, and um, yeah, man, I, I, 
definitely, you know, I'm going to keep rocking with you right now. Just keep Dude, going right now. That's awesome, Kavan. I'm so glad that uh, what I'm doing and creating that wealth ripple effect is working for you and it's working for your network of people, the sphere of people that you have influence over. You are directly giving them that wealth ripple effect. This is awesome. This 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 warms my heart and makes me feel so good. So come on, thank you, dude. Yeah, it's gonna be even more when I can have that proof of concept because people like proof of concept. Yeah, you know, and and when they can see the proof of concept, they're gonna like they're gonna even want it even more. It'll, it'll be like later yeah. on this year when uh, and hopefully I can't make any any guarantees, <laughs> but be later on this year when you're like, oh yeah, you know how he hit 172 percent last year. This year he's at 200. And going. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if that'll happen. That'd be awesome. I hope it does. It's planned to. So hopefully yeah, speak we can. it into being, man. You got to talk. You got to you got to put it out there. You got to put oh, it yeah. out in the universe. You got to put Absolutely. it out in the universe, you know, but I appreciate this conversation a whole lot. You know? You're welcome, dude. And like I said, this this was how I can pay you back. Right. You come to the trading room every day. You're listening. I can tell that you're up to good stuff. And so I was like, I got to I got to chat with my man, Kavon. He's doing awesome. Yeah. So Kavon, yeah. really proud of you. Really, I am. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you for your help. You're you welcome. Know, I, yeah, I like looking at my charts now, and I know exactly what I'm doing, where I need to be at. That's it. I don't need to. I, I do check it during the day, but not like before. You know, I do set alerts, but not like before. You know, just to keep, you know, my eye on the ball and still see what was going on. But thank you, man. I appreciate it a whole lot. You're welcome. You know, would, would, I appreciate a whole lot. Would you say that we've helped you take the guesswork out of trading? No guesswork at all. I can tell you that. There's no, because look, I don't have to learn how to read a candlestick, which was one of the, the biggest thing for me. And I'm like, where am I going to find time to do this? I don't have to sit and draw a trend line. I go in, you know, run my strategy tester, grab my data, put in a relative scanner, Whatever is set up for entry, I back test them. If they pass the back test, we look on liquidity. That's it. That is it. Yeah. That's all we need to do. Exactly. So I, 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 I trust me. Um, I'm gonna be using this strategy for for a really long time. You know, Dude. whatever whatever changes you make, I'm gonna be making those changes right there. You know. Yeah. So so definitely, I don't know what is gonna come out after I'm finished reading that book. But based off of the fact that all these successful guys have read that book, I think that's a book that I got to sit and study. Yes. I'm not going to blow through it. I'm going to sit, read it, study, analyze it, and see if I can find a strategy that also that I can create for, for my own self as well. Yes. In fact, when you're reading it, a, a good portion of it, like at least 100 pages, are charts. And yes. um, he's got you know notes and stuff written all over them. Keep in mind, right? He's looking at cup and handles. He's looking at bases. He's looking at all this stuff, but he also has moving averages on there too. Yes. Mm -hmm. If you just follow those moving averages, you don't have to worry about counting bases. You don't have to worry about cup and handles. It's yes. right there. Yes. <laughs> so when I'm reading yes. this, I'm like, well, if I just look at the moving average, yeah, I agree with everything he's saying. And I go to the next one. Yeah. I don't have to worry about, you know, this cup and handle or mm -hmm. this breakout, mm -hmm. right? It's just moving average. So yeah. Yep. It, I, like I said, I've taken the best stuff that I could find and I've adapted it to be as easy as possible. That's perfect. I don't know you yeah. even did that. That's, that's, <laughs> that's perfect, man. Honestly, 
you know. Cool. Well, Kavan, thank you so much for your time, dude. I really appreciate it so much more than than you'll ever know. And um, we'll get this on the podcast at some point, but I just really wanted to make sure that I could do you a service by helping you out, answering all your questions, and then we could, you know, help out anybody else who's listening, uh, answer maybe some of the same questions they had. Yes, I, I, I um, thank you. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate You're welcome, it. dude. Have a great day, and I will see you in about an hour in the trading room. Yes, for sure, for sure. See you there, right, bud. Take it easy. Yeah, bye. Hey, don't forget, before you head out, head to secretinvestingbook.com right now to get your free copy of the Secret Investing Book. This is how to finally get a positively unfair advantage in the stock market. And it has 13 of the secrets that Wall Street does not want you to know. And I want to send this to you for free today. Just help me by covering shipping. And the way you can do that is by going to secretinvestingbook.com. That's secretinvestingbook.com. And I'll ship this out for you right away. Thanks so much. I'll see you there.